If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. You know, I see this poll in Just the News, justthenews.com, that's been conducted. Headline here says 7 out of 10, 7 out of 10 voters think that U.S. news media, the fake news media, for those of you that are Trump supporters and believe that the media is nothing but a bunch of deceptive professional, well, professional deceivers, 7 out of 10 voters think the U.S. news media will be friendlier to Biden than it was to Trump. Well, no kidding. I want to know what the other three out of 10 are thinking. They think that the media is going to be tough on Biden? you got to be kidding me. you got to absolutely be kidding me. Anyway, welcome to the program. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email, as always, well, at least since we changed it, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Todd Huff Show. Other social media club, Rumble, Gab, I think we're on now. We're trying to trying to build the platforms, uh, especially where conservatives connect. And you know what? Even if you're a, a leftist, I welcome you to connect with me. Um, if you're a radical leftist that can't uh, communicate to me without, I don't know, um, angrily spitting um, as you speak, it's probably not a good thing. It will just entertain me. But you're welcome to as well. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com is the is the email address. Folks, I want to start here this morning. I want to start here. And maybe we should have maybe we should have pedals. Pedals in our office. Pedals who helps us with social media and a lot of the stuff that um, surrounding the program that maybe you don't uh, necessarily well you see what she does, but you don't know pedals. But pedals Maybe Pedals needs to update something. Maybe a few months ago. A few months ago, she did an infographic, or what I think she would call an infographic, um, about the evolution of the mask. And I'm actually scrolling through here now to see. It's on Instagram. I think I know we've posted it there. It's, here it is. The evolution of the mask. There's now another phase of the mask. I want to read you. I want to read you what this infographic said. Um, back in, when did we post this? It looks like we posted this maybe in August. Yeah, I think it was August. Here we go. The evolution of the mask. And it's got a little, a little dude on here that keeps uh, putting on some more gear. And he's going to have to put on some more gear because of something Fauci's out there saying. Now, February 2020, U.S. Surgeon General says masks are not effective. 
March of 2020, CDC and the World Health Organization says don't wear masks. April 2020, World Health Organization says only wear a mask if you are taking care of a person with coronavirus. May of 2020, Dr. Fauci says, um, well, wears a mask in public as a symbol. Now we're looking at masks as, as a symbol of good behavior. June of 2020, CDC and WHO recommend general public to wear the mask. So now in June, <clears throat> we're told to wear the mask. July 2020, the CDC says cloth face coverings are one of the most powerful weapons to slow and stop the spread. August of 2020, I touched on this at the time. I remember saying this, uh, sharing this with you. Fauci says wear goggles or an eye shield in addition to a mask so that's the evolution of and look i'm not do not misunderstand me i'm not telling you to wear a mask to not wear a mask i'm telling you that it's probably i mean we've seen the studies we've seen the studies um, of masks that led up in the time leading up to covid there's always been studies on these things and i've never seen a study I've never seen a study that says that masks, um, when dealing with things like influenza, actually made any statistical difference. In fact, one of the studies showed that, I believe it was influenza, spread more frequently at a slightly higher rate when people wore masks because they did things like touch them more frequently and they got the germs on their hands and then spread things that way. I'm not saying though if you want to I'm I'm not telling this is not meant to be an encouragement this is not an anti-mask I'm not even, that's not even what this is about I'm simply saying what we've allowed this that that's through August now here we are in what January end of January 2020 I want you to hear this Dr Fauci oh my gosh uh, I don't know when this yesterday. I don't know. This is this is at the Post Millennial, which, by the way, several of the things I want to talk about today are found at the Post Millennial, postmillennial.com. It's a good website um, to find out information that you just simply won't probably find in a lot of places in the mainstream media for sure. But now listen to what Fauci's telling Savannah Guthrie on the Today Show. So we've gone from a mask is largely symbolic. As Dr. Fauci said, we, we were told at the beginning, don't wear a mask. In fact, I remember, I seem to remember media even laughing at the notion of wearing a mask. Now, that's that's been, what, maybe maybe nine months or so ago. Don't wear a mask. You're going to make things worse. You're not trained how to put it on. You're not trained how to use it. People are now using T-shirts and, you know, just other pieces of fabric to stop the virus. Um, reusing these 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 masks and so forth, and touching them and hanging them in their cars and all this kind of stuff, right? Probably dropping them on the floor, putting them <laughs> putting them on. So we've we've gone through this process to where you know they 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 chuckled at the idea of a mask. To now, you better wear a stinking mask. In fact, you'll find hashtags that say things like. I think they say wear the damn mask. Isn't that isn't that one? Wear your damn mask is what is what these things. These are movements, movements around the country. And again, don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. I'm just saying the government 
when the government's in power and in control and there's really no look at its core government is force it really is government is force now there might be a phase where the government gives out guidelines and we've kind of gone through those gone gone through that phase the government gives guidelines states and cities can then take those guidelines and either just continue to pass those on to their their citizens or they can um well they can't but they do do things like what gavin newsom has done in the state of california or what uh, Mayor Garcetti has done in Los Angeles, some very extreme measures taken to where you're not even allowed to go outside and walk your dog without a mask. In fact, you have people looking in your windows, counting how many guests you have for Thanksgiving. Are you wearing a mask during Thanksgiving? Are you putting the mask on between bites during Thanksgiving? Right? We've gone through this insane, crazy process to get where we are today. Now Dr. Fauci is upping upping the ante a bit here. Not only does he tell us that we need to wear a mask after telling us it was largely symbolic, not only is he telling us to wear a mask and maybe even goggles and gloves um, and a shield in addition to the mask, now he is telling us this in an interview with Savannah Guthrie yesterday. You're going to enjoy this. A lot of folks uh, are hearing now about double masking, wearing two masks or trying to get one of those N95 medical grade masks. Do you believe that that's advisable and makes a difference? You know, it, it, it likely does, because, I mean, this is a physical covering to prevent uh, uh, droplets and virus to get in. So if you have a physical covering with one layer you put another layer on, it just makes common sense mm-hmm. that it likely would be more effective. And that's the reason why you see people either double masking or doing a version of an N95. A lot of folks. There you go. Double masking. So if someone's listening to my voice this morning and is wondering, how can I, how can I, what's the next phase of virtue signaling? Well, here it is. If you want to be superior to those that you pass in the Walmart or at the Target or at your local grocery store, I know you don't, but if you have a friend or someone that you know who wants to feel morally superior and they say, what is the next thing I can do? How can I show society just how much I care about my neighbor, just how much I care about spreading and you know, not spreading the virus unintentionally to them. What can I do? Well, you can double mask. You can mask up times two. Mask up, mask up. Is that, I don't know, maybe that's what um, what this should be. In fact, I've thought of something else I wanted to say. My wife has told me this morning not to say that, so I won't say that. But I'm starting to think... First of all, did you notice his answer was not what um, what we would call scientific? Did you see? <laughs> it just makes common sense. It forms a physical barrier. So, yeah, it makes sense that it would stop <clears throat> more of the droplets, more of the virus. Yeah, two, it, just, it stands to reason. That's why we see people doing it, because it's more effective, we think. There's no study on this. doesn't matter. The pro-science community doesn't care. Um, about that whenever it further, I guess, gives the government control over your life. They're cool with whatever the government says because now it just makes common sense to wear two, to wear two masks. So it got me to thinking, 
maybe we should have a movement for two seatbelts. Maybe we should have, and I don't want to give them any ideas. I don't want to tempt them. But if one mask is good and two is even better, think how much more, how many more lives we would save with two, with two seatbelts. What about for all you bikers out there? Instead of one helmet, why don't we wear two? I think that would that gives me quite the quite the image to look at in my mind, my mind's eye as I think about that. But two helmets. What about two pairs of glasses? If you have bad, you know, eyesight is bad. You you've got a little bit of maybe an astigmatism or whatever instead of going with one pair of glasses why don't you wear two because common sense would tell us that that even works even better probably twice as well you can go on down the line (laughs) down the line here two what about two presidents what what if we had mandatory dual citizenship that may be a good a good place to start what about two super bowl champions (laughs) two presidents Maybe a, a team could have two starting quarterbacks. I mean, this just goes on and on and on. But now that's what they're saying. Wear two masks. They're not telling you that yet, but remember, and the, the reason I read the evolution of the mask is because don't be surprised if they, t- <laughs> if they tell you to wear two masks. In fact, they're probably going to tell you to wear two masks, and then we're going to find out that the people telling you to wear two masks own stock in companies that make masks. That's probably what we're going to find out here. But you, I just, I just can't get over this. How, and there are people that take this seriously. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and you know what? The people that take this, and again, I'm not criticizing the mask. So take it easy if you're a, a pro masker. I know some people that are good friends of mine, even, even some folks who are, who are conservative that really believe in the mask. I'm not, fine, fine. That's not my point. But two of them, are we seriously going to talk about two of them? And this coming from the folks, the people that were nodding to that, saying, man, that, that makes sense. People going out this morning probably and buying double, uh, double the load of masks that they would use in a given week or month. Uh, these are the same folks that when you tell them why we need some sort of a physical barrier along the border are totally confused. They're totally confused by this. They say walls don't work. You know, People will find a way around the wall. And I'm thinking microscopic virus. It's like I've heard someone use the analogy of, of, a, of a chain link fence and, and expecting that to, to stop the dust particles from blowing across one's yard. And that's, uh, again, not saying I know that it stops the droplets and all this kind of stuff. I'm just pointing out how much the government or, or spokespeople for the government, people in the media as well, can get average people – to think things that are really kind of crazy in my estimation. Two masks is now what we're talking about with a serious look on on our faces. Two masks. I can't take it. I can't take it. I have folks that are big mask believers, and again, I care for them greatly, and I respect it. I do. I, if they want me to wear it, I wear it. I don't even complain about it. I might complain about it to my wife sometimes. But... I'm telling you this. If I start hearing two masks, let me just say to you, I'm not. I'm just not going to be walking into your. Uh, we're, we're not going to be doing that. There's not going to be two masks <laughs> um, because we we've, we've really reached the point of utter insanity uh, at that point. Anyway, I just wanted to share this. The government, but think about this: the things that the government can get us to believe, 
in virtually a year now. It's been about a year. In fact, this was the time last year that when they were impeaching Trump and ignoring coronavirus, if you remember that, when Trump was uh, issuing travel bans and so forth. And they were criticizing Trump for being xenophobic by stopping flights uh, to China and that sort of thing. But they were ignoring it. Trump was trying to do something about it. In fact, Biden, Biden wasn't going to shut down travel to China until weeks, maybe even months later from what I recall. Anyway, um, the things that they can get us to believe, just the average person to believe, they, they've, they've convinced us that healthy people can make um, other people sick. And I get carrier, I understand, but you know, they, they've convinced us this, this whole thing with the mask, don't wear a mask, it's actually more detrimental. Now you have to wear a mask, and now you probably have to wear goggles and a shield and a second mask on top of that. It's going to look like a team of surgeons running around the, the fruited plain here in this nation. But the things they get us to believe, without, without any proof, just because they say so. See, I, this to me is, is the biggest problem of this whole thing. It causes people to rely upon their government for things the government really doesn't know any better than they know, right? This is this is it, it causes people to turn to the the government as some sort of a savior because of the information and the knowledge that that, that government has. It has the experts. I can't tell you how many times the experts have been wrong. In fact, you can Google that. Just Google experts wrong. You'll find headlines about everything. Experts wrong about this, that, and the other. Experts were wrong that the world was going to end uh, in the 1980s or whatever because of an ice age or whatever the case may be. 87 reasons Jesus was coming back in 1987, all this sort of stuff. People that are so-called experts are wrong consistently, but yet some folks put their entire lives in the hands of these well, lovers of big government. They love people being forced to do what they say should be done. Anyway, timeout is in order. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back. By the way, this program is brought to you in part, part to you by our friends at Northwestern, uh, Northwestern Mutual Wealth Management, in particular Blake Hornsby office uh, on the south side in Greenwood. To find out more about Blake and his team and how they might be able to help you, you can visit BlakeHornsby.com. That's H-O-R-N-S-B-Y.com, BlakeHornsby.com. So I want to play something else here. I want to play something else. This is from a an interview that Dr. Fauci had with 60 Minutes in March of 2020. Dr. Fauci comes on there to talk about COVID. Remember, this is this is a 10 months ago now. This is almost approaching a year ago, where, where you know COVID was starting to upend the lives of, of Americans, and and we made dramatic changes and, and shutdowns, and all this stuff began to happen, and almost the blink of an eye, it started with what the NBA and the NCAA and Major League, a lot of sports uh, began to close things. And not too long after, uh, businesses were shutting down and people were told to stay in their homes. And you know what we've gone through back in back in March. So Fauci's invited on to 60 Minutes, and he's asked about masks. Now, this is about a 90-second clip. 
And I want you to listen to this. And I want you to compare that with what I just played last segment. I want you to compare that with what we've been told here over the the past few months. Masks save lives. Wear your damn mask. That sort of stuff. Again, I'm not anti-masker here. I'm just... I'm just giving you information. I'm telling you, I don't know how people believe Dr. Fauci. I really don't. And I know that that is uh, almost a sacrilegious comment to some with how they hold Dr. Fauci on a pedestal and uh, maybe even bow at the the feet of Dr. Fauci in worship. But I just – I don't know how you believe this guy. I really don't. He's He's – either incredibly wrong on a lot of things or he's lied to us either way it's not helpful to listen to what he said because he keeps changing it and here is a perfect example of him on 60 minutes there's a lot of confusion among people and misinformation surrounding face masks can you discuss that the masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying Uh, uh, inside uh, there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. The people who, when you look at the films of foreign countries and you see 85% of the people wearing masks, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not against it. If you want to do it, that's fine. But it can lead to a shortage it, of masks. Exactly. That's we're the starting point. It could see. lead to a shortage of masks for the people who really need it. Okay. Now, some people would say, well, see, Todd, there's a reason he's saying that. He's saying he doesn't want to lead to a shortage of masks. And he's also saying right now people in America shouldn't be wearing masks. Okay, I'll listen to that. But you know what he also said? When you're in the middle of, a, of an outbreak, when you're in the middle of an outbreak, he didn't say when you're at the beginning of an outbreak. He didn't say uh, you know, when there is no outbreak. He said when you're in the middle of, a, of an outbreak, people might want to wear masks. But it's really – I mean he, he blew it off as kind of a waste of your time and effort. Because it's not going to do anything. In fact, it might be detrimental to your health. Now he's telling us to wear two of them. Just stands the common sense to wear two masks. And I, I don't know. Is, is, there, is there curiosity out there as to why? Why this change? Is anyone interested in you know, what makes someone make a 180-degree turn on this? I think at one point he told us because he was worried about Americans buying up the mask and it would keep healthcare workers from getting them. So he was lying to us back then. That's he's admitting to lying. If that's true, of course that's the problem if you admitted to lying is that someone says, "Well, are you telling me the truth this time?" Right? I mean, when do, when does this end? Um how do we know when we can believe you? So, look, I mean, 
I, again, this I, I don't want to be taken out of context here. I don't want this to, um, you know, if, if you if you wear a mask, this is not meant to criticize or anything, and that's fine. I've been on record as saying that. I'm not I'm not telling you not to. I'm not I'm not the guy that's going to make a scene if someone tells me to wear a mask. I think you know what it's not. It's not a major infringement upon my freedom to put this stupid thing on and walk in here for 20 minutes and walk out. Other people disagree with that. Fine. That's fine, too. I'm just saying that what we're being told and how we're told to blindly follow these folks is a very big problem to me. If they can can get us to really believe the opposite of things that we've believed or known to be true in the past our whole lives practically namely that sick people make people sick not healthy people um it's it's kind of a frightening proposition to think about the idea that they can get us to change some very fundamental beliefs in a very fast very quick very short time uh, time period so that's my bigger issue here if we're wrong, explain why we're wrong. Don't don't just say, I lied. <laughs> what is that? I lied about it? Okay. Let me believe you next time. Don't just say, uh, well, I was wrong. Okay, why were you wrong? What changed? Because you've been a doctor your whole life. Infectious disease is your area of expertise. And it wasn't like you just woke up and fell off the, you know, fell out of bed one day and jumped in front of a camera and made those comments I just played from 60 Minutes. That's based upon decades of study, decades of understanding you know, microbiology and viruses and epidemiology or whatever we got going on here. You, you studied these things. You know these, these things. And you spent your whole career, it led you to the point to say masks are symbolic, they largely don't work. And then just a few months later, you suddenly have some sort of, a, of an epiphany. I just want to know why. And I don't buy the whole notion that you were trying to save the healthcare worker from having a mass shortage. I just, I just, I, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. Maybe, maybe it does, but I definitely have questions about it. Anyway, quick time out is in order. When we get back, I want to shift gears here. For those of you that have been following, we're talking about really COVID again, but a different, different situation. Chicago Public Schools. Uh, said that teachers were well school was going to be open this week and they've uh, teachers union is basically refusing to to participate in that and they've well i'm going to share with you what they've done it's something that has entertained me thoroughly and i want to pass it along to you and share it with you but i've got to take a time out first so sit tight we'll do that when we get back see you in a minute Okay, so I shared with you before the break. Oh my goodness, I tell you the things the things that that people do. So this is also I, t- I told you earlier, the post millennial is a place that I've today's show. It's going to sound like I work for the post millennial. There's two or three stories I want to talk about um, that I found at the post millennial, and it just happened to be the case. 
But folks, this this is I don't even know what to say to this. I just I just want to share this with you because if you have half if 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 this has half the entertainment factor for you that it did for me, it's going to be worth watching this. So we'll have um Pedals post this a little bit later today, or you can go to the website between now and when she gets this posted at the postmillennial.com. Headline here says that, says this, watch. Now, you can't watch when I play this. And I've thought a little bit about this. I'm going to play this anyway because I'm going to explain to you what I'm watching in part, and I'm going to let you listen to some of – there are lyrics in this. Um, it says this, Chicago teachers perform – let me pause here. I want <laughs> one of my favorite shows to watch. I don't watch much television, but I watch. I like watching Impractical Jokers, and I look. It's it's like eighth grade boy comedy. So think of you, think of me, what you will with this. But these guys are hilarious to me, and if you haven't seen it, it's worth checking out. And you can either find it hilarious or think, what in the world's wrong with Todd? <clears throat> either way is is fine with me. But when I read this headline, it makes me think of something that they would ask one of the other Jokers to do, uh, maybe as a, as one of their punishments, or you know they have their earpieces in and they say do this and you have to do it or you lose sort of thing. But the headline, <laughs> or, or they also play a game where they they have to make say up uh, say fake names like there there's a room full of people and they're calling people back to participate in a focus group. And they have to say fake names. And if they laugh at the name, they they lose or whatever. They get a the person who laughs the most loses or some such thing. Anyway, I, I can't read this without laughing is why I thought of this. I'm gonna try again. Chicago <clears throat> teachers perform interpretive dance about, about how they don't want to go back to work. And that is an accurate headline because I've I've watched this thing and and I think you should I think you should too. This is so stinking bizarre. I don't even know I don't even know what to say about this. I really don't. So I'm playing this now. You can't see this. I see two women. Now there's a person on a bridge, like doing a yoga pose. I will survive. <laughs> I will survive without you. I mean, this is like, it looks like the tundra, the frozen tundra. She's doing a interpretive dance. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Now we got another scene here. Safety. They're, is doing, they're doing interpretive dance in the background here. Keep our students and our teachers safe. I don't know who they're trying to persuade her. Now I've got a, a camera that's got multiple views. Safe. I got the bridge dancer back here too. And look, I'm not I'm not against dance or different types it's of dance. What is this? Versus. There's been a few lives. times I've watched so you think you can dance. I got people back here doing the tango. I don't know what they're doing back there. But this is this is I guess their response. <clears throat> this moment. Be safe. This is so bizarre to me. I can't even explain to you what I'm witnessing here. You should check it out. But this passes. 
I guess this passes. <laughs> this passes, I guess, as persuasion. I have no idea what this is supposed to accomplish. I do know. I no, that's not true. I know what it's supposed to accomplish. I don't know what logical means of persuasion is supposed to get you from watching this video to believing. Man, they're right. Schools should stay closed. Is it because the person, the weird, creepy person in the background saying, be safe? <laughs> what the world is this? Some person dancing on a bridge. It looks like, I mean, in the frozen tundra. I, I just, I don't, I don't get this, but this is what they do. They've had time to do it, I guess, because they're, they're not going into work. Although I did see two people dancing together going to presume they're from the same household because otherwise they should have had their mask on. Actually, I didn't see a mask make make it into the dance routine until about over halfway into it. Anyway, I'm going to uh, uh, Pedals will post this. Oz is sitting here. Pedals is going to do this later today. She'll post this or you can go to the postmillennial.com. And I got to tell you, this is I've been thoroughly entertained by this. And again, I'm not knocking I'm not a fan of interpretive dance, but whatever. I'm not criticizing it. I'm criticizing this one because this is some weird stuff. And it's not – I don't even know how it ex- how they expect it to have any legitimate impact to the average person. Now, I'm sure there's the elitist who will tell us how brilliant and profound this is. Um, it's not, by the way. <laughs> anyway, I had to take a break. Oh, the things – that government tries to get us to believe through some really, really crazy stuff. Or people who believe in the power of big government, as we see here with the Chicago Teachers Union. This is bizarre, wacky stuff. And now I'm going to take a break. You're listening to Conservative Not, Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. By the way, program brought to you in part by our friends at Indiana Geothermal. Indiana Geothermal. You know, you may be uh, you may be interested in looking at uh, geothermal for heating or cooling your home. And these folks, I've known Chris and his team for a long time. Um, they're kind of the experts here in in Central Indiana. So if you're interested in looking at a geothermal system, I encourage you to check out. Our friends at Indiana Geothermal. You can visit them at indianageothermal.com. That's indianageothermal.com. Be sure to tell them that Todd sent you. So, um, look, I want to stay on this COVID. We don't do themes on here, but again, today, these things to me lead to each other. One thing leads to another. They're all kind of in the same, the same realm. Um, Biden, this was from a couple of – this was last week, and I've had this every day since last week. I just haven't had the time to to talk about it. In fact, I was going to lead one of the programs off by saying I found something that President Joe Biden and I agree on, and that is what he says in this particular soundbite. The American Rescue Plan also addresses the growing housing crisis in America. Approximately 14 million Americans, 14 million, 
have fallen behind on rent and many risk eviction. If we fail to act, there will be a wave of evictions and foreclosures in the coming months as this pandemic rages on, because there's nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. Pause it. That's the part I agree with. Now, don't think I'm agreeing with what he's saying there, his plan or whatever. But he says there's nothing we can do to change the trajectory of this pandemic in the next several months. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, they ran a campaign, a campaign that largely hid in the basement, and they did. People say that's just that's just what you say, Todd. That's you're making some sort of a dramatic point. No, he hid in the basement, and when he went out, they had people standing in circles, and they had people in their cars, and they would occasionally honk. Now, people think that those honks were because they were excited with what Biden said. I think the honking happened when people dozed off in their car and their head hit the horn. That's what I think. So that's what we had on the Biden campaign trail. He had. 15 people here, five people there. I mean, literally, he had dozens of people. Trump had thousands. Biden had dozens. In fact, Trump had tens of thousands in some venues. Some of these venues had many people, like an NFL football, not today, NFL football game from five years ago, right? That's the kind of numbers he was was drawing, which was nothing. Anyway, but when he would go out um, and when they would campaign, they would attack Trump on the handling of, of the coronavirus. In fact, he would, he would say uh, that basically President Trump's killing Americans, and he would blame Trump for whatever the number was. And CNN and MSNBC and whoever else would have a ticker at the bottom, how many people Trump killed with coronavirus. I mean, that's basically what they were telling us. Now he comes out, now that he's president— which, by the way, when is Biden going to cure? I'm, I'm we're a week into this. I need to know when he's going to cure cancer, diabetes, and Alzheimer's. I think those are very important things to do. And I would love to see him. That's a, that's a campaign promise I would love to see him fulfill. And I am dying to see him follow through on this because this would be a good thing for all Americans. This would unite. If you want to unite Americans, President Biden, why don't you go ahead and tell us the magic cure for those things as you promised to do. But as it pertains to COVID, he and I agree on this. There's nothing that we can do. It's a micro it's a microscopic virus. We can do certain things to protect ourselves, but the idea that it's going to change the trajectory in the next couple of months is just is just simply not it's not an accurate thing. So, time out is in order. Out of time here. Sit tight. Come back and wrap up. Be back in just a minute. I got a message through the website here. Um, I can't read the whole thing, uh, but I can say that uh, one of you is is asking some really good questions. Basically, um, what if we double up on the N95 masks? Is that an N19? An N190? I mean, doesn't common sense say that we should be wearing three masks? Where does this stop? This guy wants a Nobel Nobel Prize for this. Mark, uh, I'm not sure we can arrange that unless you vote. Unless you voted for Biden, then maybe, maybe we could do that. I'm not sure. But anyway, folks, we got some great listeners. I appreciate you. I appreciate hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.